This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers. The Lord has been so gracious. You know, we often uh, quote that verse. It says, surely goodness and mercy has followed me all the days of our lives. And that's that's true, my friend. The Lord has blessed us and the Lord has protected his, his this ministry and protected our people. And I praise the Lord for it. But we're bringing you this study now on uh, divine healing, true and false. And I want to state again that we're not dealing with personalities. I have no axe to grind with any organization. No, I'm just dealing with gospel, the scriptures, the doctrines of God's word, bringing you, thus saith the Lord, time after time as the Lord leads me. And uh, I have folks that disagree with me, and I understand that. And I, I never complain about constructive criticism, but I have folks that are not constructive. They try to try to tear me down. But I understand that. The scripture says if, if you are persecuted for righteousness sake, oh, my friend, if you, if you preach the gospel, you're going to be fussed at a little bit. You're going to be uh, ridiculed. I'm sure we are. But I, tell, I told a man recently, called me and criticized me. I told him, I said, what I praise the Lord for is that my salvation doesn't rise and fall with you. I don't have to answer to you. But I, I didn't, I wasn't short with him. I just wanted to know that what he says is not the scripture, it's not doctrine. When he calls me a fool, that's just his opinion. But everybody's got an opinion, don't they? I've got one, you got one too. But I hope mine is influenced by the grace of God. I do. I have no man on on the earth that I have any uh, problems with. No, I have detractors. I have people that that won't have the gospel. I have people that fuss and complain, and yet they not. You know, when you complain about me uh, bringing you the, the message here on this radio station, uh, you, you're not paying for it. You know, they I, I buy this time. Folks send money here, and I buy this time. And as long as you're not paying for it, I don't see what you've got anything to complain about. But it would be so great if folks appreciated it and enjoyed it, and many of them do, and I thank you for it. We're going to look now. Coming close to the end of this section, then we're going to look at, again at divine healing is not in the atonement. We're going to start another section. But let me close this message by uh, this portion. We're reading this verse of Scripture. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible Scripture, yet it's God's Word. Matthew seven twenty one. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And my friend, I speak, I speak often along that line here to my congregation, to my radio audience, to my internet audience. And I bring them this particular verse of scripture. And I know one thing, there's going to be a scene set there one day at the great judgment bar. And folks are going to be brought there. And I like to describe it like this. There'll be preachers there with their whole congregation. The Lord will have the recording angel to open the books. The Bible says their books will be opened and another book will be opened, which is the book of life. And the angel will be commanded to open the book to see maybe if your name, whatever your name is, put your name there. And the Lord will tell him to look and see if so-and-so's name's there. And he'd come back and say, no, no, his name not there. And I believe he'll say, look again, make sure. He'll say, no, he's not there. And he'll, you'll, you'll be standing there. You won't be able to say a word. You won't be able to say one word. Your mouth will be shut maybe for the first time. Maybe for the first time your mouth will be shut. And he'll say, this verse of scripture will come up. 
Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Do you know it's going to be the saddest day in your life is when you hear these words, Depart from me, I never knew you. Depart from me, I never knew you. Ye that work iniquity. Do you know that's a that's not a fairy tale, my friend? I tell my folks here time and time again, we're not we're not playing church. No, we're not playing church. I have a booklet here by Pastor Shelton entitled Playing Church. If you'd write me, I'll send it to you. I've sent out about five, six hundred in the last month or two. I've advertised it here once or twice. But oh my friend, the scripture refers here to preachers and teachers and religious leaders in the last days before the Lord comes. And says plainly here, many, many now, listen. You know what the word many stands for in lots of places? The vast majority. Many will say to me in that day, what day? When the Lord comes. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not cast out devils in thy name? Have we done, haven't we done many wonderful works in thy name? And they will hear the words, I never knew you. Won't that be awful? Won't that be awful? Seemingly, the Lord has given me in this ministry here warning, a warning ministry. I love to speak of the love of God, how that Christ died for sinners, how that man is a sinner and Christ died for him, and that man is uh, able to come to Christ when being invited to come to Christ. But oftentimes, the Lord gives me these warning messages, which include this type of ministry, this type of message. Depart from me, I never knew you. And uh, the soul that sinneth it shall die. And it, and folks will be cast into hell where the fire is not quenched and the worm is not, not, not the worm not, dies not and the fire is not quenched. And my friend, I know that folks foo-foo this. I know that folks ridicule that. And I know they laugh at the old trailblazer. I know that. And But my friend, listen. Lord, Lord, have we not done this? And have we not? And they'll hear, you'll hear those words. Depart from me. I never knew you. Depart from me. Oh, won't it be an awful day when the vast majority of our preachers and teachers standing at the bar of justice will hear those words falling from the lips of our blessed Lord? I never knew you. And then these words, ye that work iniquity, depart from me. Let me drive home this great question to you this at this time. Old trucker, would you listen? Would you pull off on the side of the road over there and listen? Do you know the Lord? If, if, if you should not make it home tonight, will you, will you go home to be with the Lord? Well, yeah, I made a decision when I was seven years old. That's not salvation. Well, I was baptized when I was a child. That's not salvation. Well, I've been speaking in tongues for years. That's not salvation. Well, I was healed. That's not salvation. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And I know whom I have believed, Paul said. But listen, he says, uh, I'm known of him. Do you know the Lord, my friend? Listen, have you ever kissed the dust of repentance at the feet of Christ? Have you ever lain at the feet of Christ, stripped of all your self-righteous rags, begging for mercy? I ask you, do you know the Lord? Have you found him in whom your soul love? You found him whom your soul loveth? Can you look up and say, He's my beloved? And I'm his beloved. Can you? I'm asking you these questions, my friend. Have you ever come to Christ? Have you ever come to Christ and, and just took him at his word and trusted him? Have you ever been accepted by Christ? My friend, do you know the Lord? That's a simple question, isn't it? 
I ask you to go home, look yourself in the mirror there in the bathroom, and ask yourself that question. I'm not asking you what else you know, but do you know Christ? I've asked many this question, do you know Christ? And the answer I usually get is, yes, I believe him. Then I press the question, but do you know him? I continue to receive that evasive answer. I trust him. I'm doing the best I can. But my friend, let me drive this question home to your heart. Do you know Christ as your Lord and Savior? Sinner, we often say here, down, sinner, down at the feet of Christ, begging for mercy. Did you know you become a beggar before you ever get saved? Oh, well, I've had folks tell me, well, I won't beg for nothing. I'll never beg for nothing. But you will in your own particular way. The Lord will lead you to beg for mercy. Beg for mercy. So we're looking at these studies on divine healing, true and false. And many have written me telling me how their eyes have been opened to the truth of what the Bible teaches. So we want to go on at this time. Continue to study. Divine healing is not in the atonement. Now we have a passage of scripture here that I want to read for you. It's in John 15:18. I believe I have time to read all of it, and then we'll pick it up in our next study. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, the satanic world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. If I had not come and spoken unto them, they would had not sinned. But now they have no cloak for their sin. He that hateth me, hateth my father. Also, if I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not sinned. But now they have both seen and hated both me and my father. But this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. That's found in John 15, chapter 15, verses 18 through 25. Oh, my friend, we'll pick that up in our next study, but I want to just mention to you that the old trailblazers concerned about your soul. The only purpose we have here at the radio missions, at uh, this church, this organization, uh, Worldwide Ministry, is not to make a name for ourselves. We know we don't need to do that. But it's to, it's to get out the gospel, perhaps and perchance, that some poor soul riding down the highway uh, back there in the swamp somewhere, uh, wherever you are, maybe in your airplane, your penthouse, wherever you are, that some word may go home to your heart and prick your heart. I know what the Holy Spirit does. He works there mysteriously to move your heart. Providence. Oh, my friend, do you know anything about the providence of God? How that he worketh all things? I was speaking last week about how that I was raised here in a little old country home. My dad and mother were so poor that we couldn't hardly pay attention. But my friend, the Lord had his hand on me, providence of God, let me come up, get married, have a family, and one day put me in touch with the gospel. Brought me to, to, to sit under the true preaching of Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr. Providence did that, my friend. The grace of God did that. And he brought me to where the Holy Spirit came and dug around my heart door one day and let me see that I was a lost sinner. And over a period of time, convinced me that I was a sinner. Convinced me. Do you hear me say that? Convicted me and convinced me that I was a sinner. And then gave me grace to turn to the Lord. 
you say, well, uh, do you, are, you, are you free from sin now? Are you a perfect? No, but I'm perfect in Christ. My sins are gone. My sins are all under the blood, my friend. But the old trailblazers giving out the gospel day after day, and we're going to keep on going on. And I ask you folks to help me if you will. And if you would, write me. Tell me you'd like to help do that. And um, yeah, I'll give you more information. Folks write me and ask me how much does a station cost, and I'll tell them. And uh, if you would, and then pray for me. Pray for this work here, for my folks here. We, we're not a mega church, as the folks say today. No, we have a small congregation, but we have a large radio listening audience who support this work graciously and, and uh, easily. And, uh, but I would that you'd write me. I'd like to know where you are. I'd like to know if you're a new listener to the old Trailblazer broadcast, maybe up there in Sweetwater, Tennessee, or down there in Orlando, Florida, or Houston, Mississippi, somewhere out there in Sacramento, California, Corpus Christi, Texas. Write me and let me hear from you. Remember, the Old Trailblazer's address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, org. And then you can email me at pastor at radiomissions.org. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer, via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.